You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America presents the Saturdays 24-7, episode 3. In our ongoing mission to translate British pop culture for America, we're heading back to 2010 to revisit and rewatch the ITV2 reality show that follows every move of British girl group The Saturdays. From gigs, photo shoots, TV appearances to fucking safari parks, snooze segment, and many trips to in an Addison Lee people carrier. <laughs> you missed Thorpe Park. Oh shit. <laughs> this, this is the Saturdays 24-7. I am Ben. I'm Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. Let's get into it. The Saturdays. Headline hitting girl group. Fashion icons. Well, I love And five great friends. They're facing a gruelling schedule. And for the first time ever, we're following them every step of the way. This is what's called a runner, which means we run. Going behind closed doors. A bit closer, a bit closer. 24 hours a day. Oh my God, no. Do 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 do. So I don't get the bad beat. I don't get the booze. I don't need the trumpet beat. The bop 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 boot that do that That's right. Do your thing. By Basement Jacks is playing yet again. Another dynamic song over the shot of some girls jumping in it. Addy Lee. Actually, no. We're in a car this time, aren't we? We are in a car. That's because Rochelle, best mate Laura, in the driving seat, <laughs> yeah. and Vanessa. Well, they've got a day off, so they're going shopping in the West End. <laughs> now, <laughs> term West End being used fast and loose in this, because... Where, where are we? Well, we, we do a real jump through the multiverse of madness in this scene, where, first of all, they say London's West End, and we see that, uh, well, we see that Laura is being... Poor Laura, who's the real victim of this scene, <laughs> is being forced to try and park at London's Westfield shopping centre, Oh, in in, oh. Uh, in, uh, in White City. So it's actually very stressful trying to park at Westfield because you have to, as I made a, as I, I made a note of, you have to literally come off of a dual carriageway to get into that parking <laughs> area. So it's quite stressful. So if you miss it, if you miss it, you end up you end up going to like the what's the the flyover? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that big flyover, whatever that motorway is called. And uh, I, I like this. Just at one point, Rochelle's really got a lot of hair going on in this scene, and you just hear Laura say, "You look like the Little Mermaid." Oh, lovely. Support a best friend. So good of her to drive. Yeah, really. That's a, that's a good friend. Yeah. So, uh, Laura's driving. Vanessa's a bit scared. Vanessa goes, actually, no, no, you're scaring me a bit with your driving, actually. <laughs> All right. So, uh, there's this weird moment where they pull over because apparently an ex-boyfriend's in the street. I don't understand what's going no, on there. No, that, that was a very odd moment. And yeah, that's when we go through the portal where we're in, we're in Westfield. Then all of a sudden we're in actual West End of London. We're yeah. in like central London at this point. And then we seem to, to land in, initially I thought it was M&S, but no, it's got to be John, John Lewis. Lewis. I recognise the name badge on uh, on the guy <laughs> selling the washing machine later. So, oh, did you notice that the voiceover called uh, Laura... Rochelle's Bezzy mate. I did. With a Z. Bezzy. <laughs> Bezzy mate. So Rochelle 
pad and pen in hand. She's got a list. It's not. It's, this is not a fun day shopping. No. This is basically like Rochelle said to the the crew. Right. I mean, well, on my day off, what match she can do is I've got, I've, I've got this list. I've got to get through Marvin's in LA as we find out, and I've got to get through this list. I have to say though, if there, if I'm gonna see one of the girls of this group do something for real. I want it to be Rochelle. So I actually have to say, this is one of my favorite scenes of the episode <laughs> was Rochelle and John Lewis. So she says, the first thing she wants to look for is a bed. Yeah. And you see her and Laura both laying on the bed. Did you notice they were both wearing wedges? Were they? Yeah, you got a real, because they were laying down with their feet towards the camera. You got a real look at the bottom, like the dirty bottom of their wedges they were both wearing. Good shopping shoe. Yeah. Because you still get the height and the glamour, but nice and solid. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're kind of testing a bed out. And then she finds out because she wants to order a Super King, which I was really proud of her for, because why would you ever have anything smaller than that if mm-hmm. you've got some money? And it's going to cost her £2,600. It is. Not bad. <laughs> but wait, was the mattress included or not? We never found out. Because that was mentioned. But that saleswoman was just staring at the blank face yeah, when they she were... Was like, she wasn't into their shenanigans just, at all. Just buy it or not. Did you also notice what Rochelle was wearing? She was wearing a skull scarf. <laughs> Alexander McQueen skull scarf. <laughs> Knock it off your bingo cards, ladies and gentle queers. So she needs to call Marvin in LA. Yeah. Because she needs to get that washing machine. Is it a dual combi washer dryer? We don't know. My note literally says, Rochelle calling Marvin in LA. Ha ha, he's asleep. She's wearing her skull scarf. <laughs> what sentence. <laughs> So that's pretty much it. And then the friend, Laura, says, well, while we're waiting for that, should we go get some candles? Yeah. While you're waiting for the message to come through, do you want to go and look at some candles? <laughs> and then they get distracted by some uh, some clothing. Uh, and we, and uh, we d- uh, what kind of clothing? Do you see the label? I didn't. It's Whistles. Oh, it was a, a Whistles concession inside John Lewis. <laughs> yes. Well, and did you hear what the transitional music was that took us to the actual washing machine sales area? No. It was... Our favorite artist, Pixie Lot. It wasn't Mama Do. This time it was all the boys and the girls. They, they got, got it going on. on. Again, real, well, actually not dynamic. Actually the perfect plodding, almost a washing machine like motion to that song. Around and around. All the boys and, and the girls. They got it going on. Well, like a, like a, a sneaker you've put in the washing machine. <laughs> yeah, it's just clunk hitting and the clunk and the clunk. <laughs> um, where's Vanessa? <laughs> What's that? Where's Vanessa? Oh yeah, she's she ditched them. She yeah. went, she went to see that person on the street. Oh yeah, who knows? My, well, well, I mean, to be fair, Westfield's got a lot of other things to look at and do. <laughs> well, they went at Westfield though. They, this, I think they released Vanessa into Central London. Oh, I'm so confused. Never get, yeah, because they went through that portal wait, outside which, of Westfield where they were suddenly in like Soho. But wait, so which John Lewis are they at? I think they're at a John Lewis, like the in, one on Oxford, the one on Oxford street. street. Yeah, because they go through like a proper storefront, like street storefront. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Real investigative journalism I did with this one. My last note was just, I like Laura. <laughs> good friend. She seemed, she seemed like a real good egg. Rochelle says at the end, I'm drained at the end of this. <laughs> we all are, Rochelle. You're working down your list, trying to buy a washer dryer combi unit. So meanwhile, oh God, someone else is having a day off. And that is Frankie and boyfriend Dougie from McFly. <laughs> They're driving around in a red convertible Mini Cooper. And they go for a VIP tour of Woburn? Woburn Safari Park in Bedford. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I wrote, 
Dougie's a lovely young man. He does say, because they're talking about which animal they'd both be, and Dougie does initially say that Frank would be the sloth from Ice Age. I thought that was actually a very astute observation. Yeah. She kind of, she does kind of look like him. I think it's the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Sid, is that his name? How do I, I know so. his name? Weird. This whole scene was boring. So is this a time for me to yet again talk about the fact that as mm. I was growing up, that I worked in a zoo? Oh my God, we know. <laughs> oh, you don't want to hear any of my zoo stories? Okay. Do you, do you want to the, hear about the time I went on a real safari in Namibia? Absolutely not. I'll tell you what, it was so fucking boring. All the animals were so far away. <laughs> and it was the time when everyone had, um, di- uh, not digital cameras, but um, disposable cameras. Right. So we're all just like on top of this bus, like going click, click. And then so you've got a lot of like kind of pale yellow, kind of hued pictures of just scrub and dust. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very much like the initial tour of Jurassic Park where the, none of the creatures come it's out. That's exactly what it was like. <laughs> I have to say, though, this is the happiest I've ever seen Frankie. Yeah. She loves this. She gives she gives a, a giraffe a kiss at one point. She does. Oh, God, it looked so... It all looked so grey and depressing, didn't it? That safari park. <laughs> Those poor animals. <laughs> plucked from the Serengeti to be in Woburn. Bedford. Bedford, whatever it's called. But meanwhile... Single release day. It's the single... Well, single release week. Yeah. I miss missing you. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I don't know because it's single release week. We're back in London. All, all I know is they're playing a song... And I don't know what song it is. I wrote, what is this? The script? It's that one that goes, I didn't down in your garden breathing. I didn't down in your garden breathing. The script. It is the script. Yeah. What's it called? Falling to pieces. Break even. Break Open even. brackets, falling to, to pieces. pieces, close brackets. Well, they're at the George Lucas stage, which means they must be Wait, at... what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, they were at the George Lucas stage for Big Brother's Little Brother, which I believe is oh. Borumwood, right? Well, yeah, we're, in, we're, we're BBLB. It's, we've got a... BBLB! <laughs> Big Brother's Little Brother. Brazilian bum lift. Uh-huh. No, it's BB... <laughs> BBL. BBL. <laughs> yeah, so it's a Brazilian bum, bum lift. lift. Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> yeah, it's my brother's Brazilian bum lift. <laughs> BBBL. Uh, okay, yeah, single release week. There's a there's a runner greeting uh, Frankie from her car, looking, wearing a t-shirt and trousers, because it's obviously hot in the studio, but looking a little cold while he mm. waits for her to gre- get her bags, mm-hmm. wearing his headset. I thought this was interesting. The 2010 era of following your chart position. Yeah. Like, all the time because of the digital downloads. Yeah. So, right now, they're like number 29 in the online charts, they yes. said. Yeah, there was uh, there was talk of iTunes at one point, but it was all very vague. Yeah. And that's when we meet low energy queen Ruth from <laughs> Ruth. the record label. Record exec Ruth. <laughs> so, she is a true posh Scot. Ah. Because that accent, I was like, what is that accent? I was like, oh, hang on. Ruth. But I think, I think she's from Edinburgh. I think she's right. like properly. Oh, a real. A real, a real posh Scottish person. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ruth. She's really relaxed. Yeah, she's, as I said, low energy queen Ruth. Just yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know. She said that they're hoping for top five for I'll Be Missing You, one of maybe their most boring songs. Yeah. And then at this point, this is where Rochelle's screaming around while the girls are getting ready, saying about, you know, asking if anyone's downloaded it. And then you just hear kind of, you see Frankie, but you kind of hear people go, Oh, I haven't done that. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> then we hear from a certain Miss Una eating a bag of crisps, having her hair done. And she goes, well, I pre-ordered the album so I get the bonus acoustic tracks and videos. Also, did you notice the crisps? <laughs> uh, it's, it's cheese and onion, 
Oh no, she eat, oh that's later that she eats the cheese and onion. onion. Yeah, what right, was she no, eating this all time? All I know is it's a purple bag. Oh, so she's eating Worcester sauce. I think it's either Worcester sauce or that could be a purple monster munch, which is right. what pickled onion. Either way, tangy. I was going to say either way, she's a woman of taste, literally. Yeah, just before doing BBLB. <laughs> and also, did you notice in the background on that sofa she's sitting on? There's a couple of wigs just dumped. <laughs> a couple of like, big clumps of hair, really messy, just just dumped. Well, this this single promo week, there was definitely a, a memo about hair everyone really yeah like especially rochelle and molly they're wearing extra a few extra bags of hair for this whole this whole episode rochelle's hair this week is very set yes and i would say molly's really rocking some of that early extension <laughs> technology <laughs> bob on top long coming out the bottom of the bob <laughs> but you know what I'm, I'm nervous because something's going to mess up their week. And it's a pesky wasp in the dressing room. <laughs> Do you see what Vanessa was using to waft it away? <laughs> no, what was it? It was Alexander McQueen skull scarf. <laughs> no! <laughs> she ripped it off from her own neck and was wafting the wasp away with it. I was like, well, there you go. So meanwhile, it's a bit, it, it's really, excitement's building because we then hear, oh no, we're now number 15. Oh no, I heard we're number 12. We're number 11. There's a lot of running in and out of buildings and, and saying the chart position. Did you notice that at one point, I think Molly comes in to talk to Rochelle. Did you notice what Rochelle was clutching in her hand? No, what was it? A tube of Baraka. <laughs> oh, bar- well, Baraka features a few times in this they episode. Need they needed it this week. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote, Frankie is brown in capital letters. She was... She's really pushing the envelope of a white woman's skin color in this episode. I'm going to throw out a conspiracy theory. She uh, gets sick later in this episode. Do you think it's the spray tan? No, I think it's because she kissed the giraffe. Oh, of course. Fuck. <laughs> oh, she's probably still a dicky tummy to this day mm. that she hasn't been able to diagnose. Done BBLB. Where are we going next? Stop BBLB. <laughs> We're going to head over to Radio 1, where there's some genuinely lovely young fans, a real odd squad of people hanging outside that do a couple of pieces to camera like, oh yeah, we're really excited about the girls. We think they're going to get to number one this week. Yeah, if they get it this time, we'd be so happy for them. Yeah. Did you see the guy with the hair? Yeah. What that? What was that hair? It was like incredibly straightened hair. It kind of looked like, what kind of animal does he look like? Oh, like an Afghan an Afghan hound. Mm, yeah, he does. Kind of a gorgeous, a gorgeous kind of straight down bob. Yeah. That's what it was. He's, I think he's Welsh. Yes. And he announces that they're now number six on iTunes. <laughs> and who do we greet in Radio 1? And who is yet again trolling the Saturdays by not wearing their merch? Okay, quite a star of this episode. <laughs> it's manager Peter Lorraine. He is wearing a t-shirt that says, what will the neighbours say? Just trolling these poor girls at every turn it's like yeah he's gonna license every other song apart from theirs to make this but he's also gonna wear girls allowed merch in the episode on on single release week no wonder they don't get to number one but you know what they're now number five oh wait a minute they're now number four oh it's constant climbing up climbing up that hill do some pillow fighting at radio one yeah that must be bad with the mics the Radio 1 mics. I trust I trust their engineering that they'll be able to have worked out that situation. So it's more just like a sort of a gentle like... So it's another day. Oh, busy. Another day, another promo day. And we get that same Lily Allen song that we've had, Not Fair. Oh. Another did... instrumental of Not Fair. So now we're actually trolling the Saturdays even more by recycling the same music that's not theirs. Oh, I've come up with a theory. So, you know, we've been talking extensively about the fact that we don't hear the Saturdays music throughout the episodes, except... The Saturday's exclusive performance. 24-7 exclusive Sorry, performance. Sorry, the 24-7, Saturday's 24-7 exclusive performance. <laughs> I think legal got involved 
and said, you can't it's use... Too much promo. You can't use the word exclusive oh. if you use the Saturday songs elsewhere in the episodes. Uh, okay. Oh, see, I was thinking you maybe it's like, if you if the whole episode is just Saturday's music, it's like almost, what's it called? Like a... You know, oh, like it's a like commercial. There's some kind of Ofcom complaint about it. I think it. I that's know. fine on ITV too. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah We're yeah, not on the, yeah. BBC not on the BBC here. But it's 5 a.m. and we've got to get up because I think they're doing this morning, aren't they? Yeah. And Low Energy Queen Ruth basically announces here that because Frankie and Vanessa are so bad at getting out of bed, they put them in a hotel to get out to do uh, this morning or GMTV. And the other girls, you can trust them to get there on their own. Well, she said, I quote, the rest can be trusted to get there themselves. Yeah. Ruth does a full take like she's in an episode of The Office where she walks into Vanessa's room and looks directly into the camera and goes like, (laughs) Now, I have to say, I don't find Vanessa one of the funniest Saturdays, but I did really enjoy her in this scene where she was just (laughs) clearly had just woken up, clearly had invited two of her friends over and got drunk in the hotel. And you bought like so much stuff from the, um, the, what's it called? The room Room service. service. It was so much room service. And I could tell they'd had a really fun night. Her two friends are literally hiding in her bed under the duvet and won't show their face on camera. And she's just like running around the room, like tripping up. She can't find a shoe. She throws on like a maxi dress. She's stuffing everything into this big giant bag. I, I thought it was really funny. Very fun. <laughs> okay, yeah, a lot of panic packing. Meanwhile, the opposite of panic packing is Molly in a car, sort of immaculately <laughs> and serenely doing her emails and her phone and checking the chart position. I have, I have one note about this scene just to describe it. It says, Molly banging on in a car while it rains. <laughs> really some gorgeously grim vistas of like London in the grey rain as she's like just yeah scrolling through looking at the iTunes digital download chart then on her Blackberry where are we going yeah that's right they used the instrumental of the promise what yeah we got the instrumental of the promise as we arrive fucking hell back again to TLS. The <laughs> London Studios, Fraser's second home. Jesus Christ. And it's here that we find out, the girls find out that they're now number one in the midweek charts with Missing You. Now, I thought in this scene that someone was smoking. I was like, these girls are so edgy. And then I realized that someone was holding a cup of hot tea. Oh, <laughs> the it was just the steam of a cup of tea. Now, where is this room in TLS? They were in a room full of old televisions. I don't know. Sing- the, the, the signal must have been good or something. Yeah, I don't know. And at one point, yeah, they were in this room full of old TVs. And at one point, Rochelle's talking on the phone. And at the background, I could see like boxes of like... I don't know, someone had bought like a box of like Sensations walkers from like a cash and carry. I could see like things stacked up. We seem to be in like a storeroom area. It was very <laughs> Do odd. Do you think that's the storeroom for the green room? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe they, because sometimes you can't get a signal in TLS. It could be a little tricky. There you go. <laughs> Unless you're on the Wi-Fi. Now, here's another thing, another theory I'm throwing out. Remember we saw that psychic in the last episode and she said your next single is going to go to number one. Oh, so she was right. Technically, Technically she, was right. she was right. Wow, she's good. God damn it. She's good. So I was very happy when they were all like excited and I wrote the note. I love these lame bitches. <laughs> I really do. I was I, smiling away to myself when they were all screaming. I was happy, but then I felt a bit sad because I was like, oh no. Because you know it's not a number I one. I know they don't get to number one. No, I, I did enjoy the, the two songs that did beat them. Oh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. <laughs> so Rochelle's crying. She's, she can't breathe. She doesn't know what to do with herself. Because they do get yes. told that they're 4,000 uh, copies ahead of Flo Rida. Yeah. I wonder what Flo Rida's <laughs> song that was. I do. But we'll talk about it when we get to oh, the original, okay. their actual chart position. So they start calling their friends and family. I mean, they're calling everyone, being like, we're number one. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. 
So anyway, they go in and they meet Eamon and Ruth. Lovely Eamon and Ruth. Have you dealt with Eamon and Ruth before? I have. They are truly a lovely pair of people. Yeah, I've dealt with Eamon before. Great. Lovely. Really, really friendly. Really nice. Lovely. Yeah. Just everything you imagine them to be. They're not, they're not hiding some kind of monstrous side, the two of them. They truly are just like, they feel like your parents' friends. When he does, when Eamon does that kind of gag at the end about like being mates with Molly, that's what kind of gag he did when I worked with him afterwards in the green room after yeah. the show we filmed. Yeah. He's, he's very much that guy. He's a real, he's, I feel like he has been on television for his entire life, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and will see, be to the end. <laughs> would love to see his financials. I'd love to get it. <laughs> We'd love to get it. I'd get your eye on that joint account of Eamon and Ruth's. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like they've really steadily been on television for a really long time. I mean, if they made some she's good been on Loose Women for a really, really long time I as for- well. I forgot she's on that. Yeah, so like, she's she's doing this morning and Loose Women money, and he's he's been on this morning and like a lot of like is he on like BT Talk Sports some shit? He's I on don't some know. like he's on Sky News as well. I think he does Sky News. So I mean, yeah, what I mean. What are the investments? What holiday homes have they got going yeah. on? I want to know. Um, <laughs> so the the gals do the interview and they perform in that tiny, tiny studio. Yeah, I just wrote, this song is bad. I know. Yeah. And then and then we just get, yet again, another scene of them gathering more paper bags and shit to try and get out of TLS again. Because <laughs> now we've got to go to the other side of town. We're going to go to my second home. It's BBC Studios in White City. <laughs> now, I had to look up this song that was playing because I, I knew it, but I couldn't oh, quite get my handle I on did, it. didn't hear it. It was, uh, it was that Plan B song. That she said, I said, you love me like you love me so. Oh. Ooh, 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 ooh. And it was really annoying. I had to search like the lyrics because I couldn't remember anything. Horrible. And I kept getting Beatles songs. And then when I landed on Plan B, I was like, Ugh. also, isn't Plan B um, abortion drug here? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the stage door at BBC White City and they're going to do the Michael Ball show. Don't remember this show. Mm, this is yeah, I I remember this. I was very much in the this world at the time. This is like the Alan Titchmarsh it was, I was about show. To say it was when I was working on O'Grady, Alan Titchmarsh and Michael Ball. A lot of men of a certain age, I'm gonna old, s- old queens from the West End knocking around. I'm going to say the phrase, the tea time slot. Yeah, absolutely. So like 5pm? Real tea time. And speaking of tea time, what they make them do is the most tea time activity you could ever do, which is they make them do a 60 second life drawing of a naked man. And the second time in this this season if we can use that word we've got some drawing going on. i know and i was i was upset that una didn't win because I know. she did a much better drawing i was really excited to see what una did but then frankie wins which really goes against her drawing abilities from episode one yeah when she drew herself as a strawberry exactly and una's was better she did an actual penis on hers and it was una's an artist musical and paint she's fine because she got another bag of crisps at the end of the episode <laughs> so or the end of this even she's eating at this point cheese and onion crisps so she's moved on to a walker's cheese and onion in the green bag but but greens salt and vinegar they were eating i feel like it wasn't a walker's i think it might have been another brand where okay. it was cheese and onion is green but walker's green walker's is yeah, salt and vinegar now yes green and then start cheese and onion is blue you're right you're right but i do feel like this was a cheese and onion crisp okay now, now, now you're, you've got me doubting myself. Mm. But did you notice that this scene? So they, they kind of, they're trying to show how the girls are getting tired. Did you notice that Frankie had fallen asleep with her hand in a bag of crisps? <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely her hand was and, inside the bag and she was fully like asleep. And I also noticed that Rochelle popped a Barocca in a bottle of water. So I was like, <laughs> her water's a funny color. Oh, she's put a Barocca in there. Tell you what, she's going to wee that out later and get a real fright when she's forgotten that she, she had it. She won't remember. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Especially with the way that dropping like flies in this episode yeah because frankie 
She started to feel a bit sick, hasn't she? Uh-oh. Okay. Now we're going to head over to London's swinging Soho. Because <laughs> we're going to go to G-A-Y bar. Yes. And it's really important, Freddie, any listeners that have heard of it or seen it written down and never heard it out loud. It is not gay bar. It is G-A-Y. You have to spell it out. And um, this is G-A-Y bar. bar. Not G-A-Y late, late. Which is also not G-A-Y the club. The club at yeah. heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Confusing. That's right. Because the Astoria, then. yeah, the Astoria had gone even at this point, and yes, it was still right. at heaven. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the gals are going to go to JY Bar in Old Compton Street, and they're going to arrive in the back of motorbikes. I thought this looked fun. I wrote why. <laughs> uh, I tell you why, because they got to they got to whiz past that Cafe Nero on Old Compton Street. <laughs> no time to trade in one of their little pieces of paper and get a stamp on it for a coffee. <laughs> And they are going to, they need to get through that crowd and create a, a, a commotion. And they really do. Yeah, this is kind of a strange thing to see because you get the impression that they're not necessarily the hottest ticket in town and for yeah. the Paps. But also, I do think that from my experience of working on the ITV2 show Deadline about the paparazzi and their <laughs> celebrity magazines that I worked on, I do think there is such a thing as there are certain photographers that are just in Soho. And I do think they they all they tip each other off, and I feel like I feel like they could get a good price for like a picture of Frankie, right? Because Frankie was always kind of the most popular one. Yeah, I guess so. Well, because right now she's dating Dougie. Mm. That makes sense. The, the whole commotion outside with photographers—they get inside the bar, and even manager Peter Lorraine says, "I mean, you always expect like six photographers, but that was like nothing we've ever seen before." She was very flustered, wasn't she, Peter? Very <laughs> flustered. He, like you could see, he genuinely was like, "Oh fuck, that was actually like really intense." <laughs> and then they they do. A, there's kind of the girls are trying to explain about arriving on the back of the bikes, but they're all so hyped up at this point that I, there's three or four of them screaming directly at the camera mm-hmm. saying how they felt and no one could get a word in now this i want to talk to you about this expression i thought it was edge ways i thought it was as and well. everyone says i keep hearing people say edge wise and it drives me fucking crazy it's what? edge ways it's edge ways okay thank you i'm glad Is you're it, on my side no uh, yeah of course oh i'm just dis- i'm disgusted yeah um side note have you ever been the back of a motorbike no i have once you t- did you get a virgin limo bike <laughs> gotta get there quickly give me that virgin like little bike smiley. like carol smiley no um after what was that club called east block yep in london ended up meeting a gentleman and he had a bike so he he i remember telling this and he lived in like london bridge so he like drove us home and i was in the back of his bike at like four in the morning oh that's going quite london, romantic going over the bridge that's very romantic yeah it was fun oh lovely yeah so I hated this segment because JY Bar is very cramped. It's like kind of it's like narrow. A, it's a very it's a very narrow like rectangle of a bar, and I yeah. felt like it was too busy. I felt very stressed out. There was too many people. I just I, I and I knew all those paparazzi were outside. I just felt very I felt very claustrophobic in this scene, knowing that they had to go into JY Bar and then try and get out afterwards. I I didn't. Molly was verging and problematic here as well. I love them. Yeah, everybody here is so friendly. I love them. Everyone here is always so happy. Like me. Yeah. Another word for happy. Gay. Is that what you're trying to say, Molly? <laughs> nice try, Molly. Molly, meanwhile, she's also singing uh, along to Up, which is playing on... on well, what? That would have been... Uh, I mean, I would say that we'll get to the 24-hour exclusive performance, uh, the 24-7 <laughs> exclusive performance later, where we do also enter another dream sequence. But imagine if they'd done the dream sequence from that scene. 
So she's looking at the screen and then we like into the screen and do the performance as the video. If we had... If we'd been producing that, that's yeah. 100. Cause, oh my God. And it would have been a full bar setup. Yes. With like drinks yes. and paps. Yes. And like they clearly lights. filmed all of the 24-7 performances afterwards as we find out, especially with this one because of the theming. Anyway, we'll get, we'll get to it. We'll get yeah. to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Well, we're going to get to it soon because it's the next day. And what song's playing? I didn't, I didn't write it down. It was Overload, Sugar Babes. Oh yeah. Done. Dun, 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 oh yes, dun. here I've written Tower Bridge and Overload by Sugar Babes. <laughs> there we are. So at this point we find out that it's Rochelle, Molly and Vanessa are on their way to Thorpe Park. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to do an interview, they say an interview in a roller coaster. Yeah, with Capital d- FM. Yeah, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. They get interviewed by a roller coaster. But, well, beside a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I like this point because it's uh, Rochelle and Molly are talking and then you just see that they say, oh, Vanessa's back there, but she's just sleeping. And you just see an, a, like, a real scuffed Ugg boot just lifts up and goes down again as if she's saying, like, here I am. I, here, present. And it, you can tell it's one of those, you know how we talk about this all the time, about Ugg boots being like warped with girls walking kind of on the middle of them. And you can tell she'd really... So there's, so they look like they're caving in. Yes, you could, they were a real caved in Ugg boot <laughs> lifted up from the back of the people carrier. So we're going to go to Thorpe Park. Uh, they do a capital FM interview and then they're going to go on the saw ride. <laughs> and this is, I think I'm going to going to say it maybe early, but one of my favorite parts in the whole episode is Rochelle doesn't want to go on it. So Vanessa and Molly are very excited. So Rochelle says, I'll just hold all your coats and bags. <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> Have you been on the saw ride? No, because much like Rochelle, I don't love a, a vertical drop. Ah. Although, look, if you look directly behind you in my fridge, what do you see? Oh, I can see a picture of you and me and Crystal and Tom at Thought Park. No, no, it's not Crystal. It's Crystal and Parker oh, and Pog- Michael. Oh, I thought that was Tom. I can't see from here. Oh, yeah, it's us on, like, the, the Rapids ride at yeah. Thought Park. Yeah. Gosh, we all look very thin and young, don't we? So I don't I don't, I don't, don't think we did the Saw Ride that day. No, we didn't. I, I did it another time. Okay. Um, I, what I can remember about the Saw Ride is it gave me a headache. I believe Molly references it when she comes off that she couldn't... Like her head was like kind of stuck forward. Something happened with my head and neck on there as well. Vertical drop. Nope. Never. I always get a bit of like a headache at a, a thought at a theme park. I mean, you, I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow. So <laughs> find out about that. Do you get like a headache and then you're like, wait a minute. Is this, am I going to like just black out and die? Yeah. Get like a, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Like a blood clot or something. Exactly. Have fun at Disneyland. So it starts raining <laughs> while the song well, actually, no. So they're on the roller coaster to that terrible song by The Automatic. What's that Head coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Is Ugh. it a monster? Oh my god. I fucking hate god. that song. Horrible. Hate that song. And then it starts raining. <laughs> so we get some real Grimalim, as we call them in, in uh, UK TV, some real Grimalim GVs. <laughs> just grab some GVs of the park. What, they, what does that stand for? General, General views. views. And that's just like a lot of grey footage of people like reluctantly putting on ponchos or just putting a hood up on a cagoule. <laughs> and then uh, where does where do we go? Where do we go next? Rochelle wants to go on a ride, doesn't she? What, what ride is she it? She does. Well, they strap a GoPro onto her arm. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes in the carousel. Yeah. And I thought, oh, here we go. And then starts up. And then. Then where do we go from the carousel? Well, <laughs> we go to the land of the Saturday's 24-7 exclusive performance. A little bit like 
I tell you what we also would have done if we produced this. Uh-huh. What I would have done is I would have made it like the scene in Mary Poppins. You know, they're, they're on the carousel in Mary Poppins. And then the horses, <laughs> the horses like leave the carousel and start going down the street. I would have them leaving the carousel of Thought Park and bouncing into the 24-7 exclusive That's performance. That's really good. So yes, we're in this warehouse space. And imagine if like a bumper car had sort of gone off the ride and the, the carousel horses had escaped and they'd all congregated in a warehouse room with hanging lights yep. and in trot our gals. They really click clack in, don't they? <laughs> Those office office heels click clack in on the wooden floor. Now, thematically, their outfits, black and gold metallics. Yeah, because there's uh, there's some silvers on Vanessa and Una, I noticed. Oh, is yeah, there? So we're doing it. just a, a general metallics theme. Got it. So I wrote, they perform the song Up. And I think I said this to you last episode. I really can't get a handle on the lyrics to this song. <laughs> the chorus is just like, I'm ready for the beat. Stop beat. And it's like, you, you know, too slow. I only go up. So I, I wrote, I, I copied and pasted the lyrics uh, oh. just to try and sing the actual words to you. Okay. I'm going to do it in the high pitch. Okay. I'm ready for the lift up, keep steady beat, cause I'm ready for the big jump, keep up with me. If you lose me, then you know, you're just a bit too slow, I only go up. Well, you're just a bit too slow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's hard. I'm really like, I'm actually really impressed with them learning the lyrics, that, cause it's, it's too many words like jumped into it but it's it's very similar to their choreography too many like juts and jives (laughs) to go with the music yeah let's talk about this choreo i said we're i said we're doing some kind of rifts on the goose the goose formation choreo we're doing a lot of moving goose kind of choreo we're also doing a lot of the over the shoulder from ego as well a lot of the jerky things but crucially there's a there's a particular (laughs) kind of mic holding position for this one now i don't want to be too crude but it does look a little like something else they're holding the mics at like penises. Oh, I didn't think like about a, that. Look I at was, that action that I'm doing. I can see but it. Imagine if you were using two hands. I was thinking, <laughs> what am I doing? I was, <laughs> I was more focused on that little mini shuffle they do. That little, oh, the little like, yeah, I like that. I wrote here, very solid girl group. No excitement. No stars here. Yeah. They sounded really good. It's another, they sound really good in these like as live pre-recorded you can hear that it's not the track and you know it's not live, but it's, I like it. They yeah. sound good. Really good. And then we kind of like dissolve back into the rain. It's just like, oh, that was a fun day at Thought Park. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Way to really take the air out of the 24-7 exclusive performance. <laughs> so we're now going to go to G-A-Y nightclub, nightclub at, at heaven. heaven. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Now, they're at rehearsals. Now, we hear a club mix of Missing You. That sounds great. Yeah. I only want to hear that song from now on. I never want to hear Missing You again. And now the wheels are really starting to come off the the Saturday's bus in this scene, aren't they? Uh Vanessa's not happy. No. She, but she's, I feel like perhaps she's not articulating herself correctly about what she's not happy about because Mark, tour manager, seems to be like very annoyed with her saying, well, you know, the others are going to do it and you're just not going to do it. And then Rochelle really kind of tactically tries to say like, or tactfully, sorry, tries to say like, well, what's actually happening and what's, what's wrong? Tell me your concern. Yeah. And she's like, I can't hear myself. I can't hear the track. I, I've sound off. The bass, the, the bass, bass is too, too much. The bass. And I really, I really do think that Rochelle is the glue that holds this group together in a comedic fashion, in like a motherly fashion, in a mm-hmm. like, she, th- this band would be nothing without Rochelle. She's mm-hmm. really holding it together. 
I mean, not for much longer, though, it has to be said. <laughs> so they've they've done the rehearsal. They then go back to the hotel. Well, hang on. They, they've got what? a great shot of Frankie because they say, like, Frankie's not feeling oh, very yeah. well. And there's a great shot of Frankie sitting on the edge of the stage, really limp, holding the mic, like, up to her mouth. And she's just like, I'm ready for <laughs> Do, like, the most, most pathetic rehearsal because she's not feeling well. She's not feeling well. She's got a dicky tummy. So we've got to get back to the hotel, which I think is the Mayfair Hotel. Oh, you think? It, but then it doesn't look very nice inside. I think it's that one in Soho that's off of... Oh, God, because it has that roof with the blue... You, we see it a lot in this episode. Yeah. It's off of Dean Street. And you know... Okay, I'm going to get real specific. You know, okay. there's those cash machines that we would always use when you, yeah. like, when you go onto Dean Street. And you know, if you kind of turn around from there, there's like a courtyard. So it's a dead mm. end. What's that hotel You're called? thinking of the, that's the Soho, Soho Hotel. hotel? Is it but that? that's too nice for... I think that's too nice. Okay. Like, it doesn't look like that inside. Uh, because I swear later they're coming out of the Mayfair Hotel, but then the Mayfair Hotel's nicer than this. Right. So who knows? <laughs> who knows where this central, very, like, bog-standard hotel is and was. Okay, so they get back, and they already found out Frankie can't perform. It's okay. Yeah, she's got the vomps. She's got the vomps, so she's got Dicky Tammy. So they start getting ready, and the club is already busy. Yeah. We see, like, shots of the club filling up. The club can't even handle it right now. You know what song that is? <laughs> Baby, I know now. Might be one the of the songs that beat them to number one. Right now. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. So they're all sitting there in their stage outfits, yeah. hair, makeup done, and then... Well, Vanessa says, I won't sing Frankie's bits. They're too high. <laughs> Vanessa is in a mood this episode. Yeah. But maybe that's because it turns out she's sick. She's also got the shits on the way. Because we hear from a manager, Peter Lorraine, that he goes in to like, get her and she just basically voms everywhere. Yeah. Do you see the cutaway of his Doc Martens? No. <laughs> work shoe. Yeah, he's wearing his, his work boot because he, well, he's going to trot through G.A.Y. at heaven. So yeah, so now they're, they're like two girls down and Rochelle says, reality is... Vanessa's our lead singer and our lead singer is down. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's true, but I, I, I like about that. Yeah, I, and I like that it's kind of a real subversion of that Destiny's Child clip, you know, the one that always gets knocked around of, of Kelly saying that she's the second lead vocalist, remember? <laughs> Where they're all like, oh God. But like, I like that they're just like, we're the Saturdays, Vanessa's the lead singer, it's fine. Yeah, we're just doing a job. <laughs> we get that regular check every month, it never changes, no matter where we get to in the charts. <laughs> so they cancel. They cancel. And that old queen from J.A.Y. has to go on and... Uh, Jeremy Joseph. Jeremy Joseph. Grandma Lamb has to let all the gays know that they're not coming out. Yeah. You see some real pasty-wasty gays <laughs> booing at the Saturdays not coming out. Because <laughs> at that point, because the J.A.Y. performances are always at like 1 a.m., I think, oh around God. 1 a.m., and then it, it can get really intense. Who's the funnest person you've ever seen at J.A.Y.? For any listeners outside of the UK, J.A.Y. at the club, they would, every Saturday would have kind of a a performer and they would really vary in quality and kind of star power, but it was a Saturday night performance at around 1am and they would come out and you know, yeah. perform. And famously, if someone got booted off of like the X Factor, they would come and perform that, that Saturday. But, but it could be, any, it could anyone, be anyone up to like Kylie Minogue, yeah. it, it, whoever's doing promo, it's like kind of a yeah. badge of honor. My main one, my main fun one that I remember was Girls Allowed during the something, they were doing something kind of ooh. ooh. And I just moved to London. That's fun. That's really fun. I saw Miley Cyrus do Can't Be Tamed at... Wow! <laughs> squawky yeah, squawk. Yeah, it was really, really something. I feel like she did... I think she did, like, Can't Be Tamed and, like, Party in the USA and one other song that I can't remember. But, like, it was like... And that... What's that? <laughs> Rock Mafia? 
Is that who made oh, produced man, it? Yeah. <laughs> who produced that Can't Be Tamed album? Very important songs in there. Anyway, <laughs> it's chart day. It's chart day. And what's playing? One of the best songs of all time. I didn't have it. I didn't have all it noted. The lovers oh, that's right. That have come before. So I'll just tell you, we have a wild segment here where over all the lovers, we get a recap of the episode, a mm. black and white recap of the episode set to all the lovers where they're like, here's what's happened in the run up to chart day. Disaster. Number one. She's sick. We can't perform. And then the music just stops abruptly and we get an instrumental of Cry Me Out by Pixie Lot to take us into the, the action of the episode. <laughs> Which is all taking place <laughs> in a Addison Lee people carrier. I thought I would just do the music transition for you. There. Thank you. Uh, two girls are still sick. So who have we got? We've just got Molly. We've got Rochelle and we've got Una. Yes. Una in the back. And they, <laughs> the voiceover explains that they had, they've got two gigs up north. And <laughs> the voiceover says, they're just going to go up there and apologize in person for not being able to perform. I was like, fucking hell, what is happening? <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing I'd heard. I was imagining them going out and just being like, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just leaving. So. I said, and my notes say, these poor wenches having to go all the way up north just to say sorry to their fans. This is a very tense sequence this was fantastic this is the most electric (laughs) piece of television so far in the show in terms of like actual something's actually happening happening. i was so nervous i was so nervous so what happens it reminded me of it reminded me of like exam results day yes and you're getting your exam results and or was there ever one oh because that's the thing your exact exam results you got them mailed to you or if you were like away on holiday you could phone and right. get them so it just really reminded me of that feeling well i also feel like as well with with celebrity music fame and that kind of thing there's this kind of veneer and gloss of kind of you don't really know about what's happening and you never really get that vibe even when you watch something tense on like katie perry's documentary you're like it's gonna be fine whereas something about the saturdays it's genuinely you're like oh fuck they might this is gonna like fall apart like this is really they might lose their jobs yeah it felt very real like yeah. our gals might lose their jobs i don't know how they're gonna pay their it. mortgage if they yeah, lose their exactly. job like, if they don't make the top five shit yeah Rochelle, how's Rochelle gonna afford that king-size bed that she's ordered like, she's already paid for it <laughs> very and nervous even if the mattress is included we get a call from manager Peter Lorraine. They managed to route it through the, the people carrier sound system. Which is very mobile. And did, you see, did you see tour manager Mark had like the misses? You saw like, you could see his like call list. Oh, like, really? I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure someone was labeled as like the misses. The misses, right. <laughs> but yeah, so. you had a real 2010 car. Well, that's the year my car is. Perfect. It's literally exactly what it sounds like. So the gals find out that they are number three. three. Yeah. So Florida is number one. Club can't even handle me right now. And they're fourth. He, he's Florida is 4,000 sales ahead of the Saturdays. And then is it? Love the way you lie. Eminem and Rihanna. Oh, I, I thought you said Eminem. At number two. I hate that song. A, a thousand units ahead of the Saturdays. Sats. So they're like, oh, it wasn't even that close. And I was like, that sounds really close to me. Yeah, it's pretty good. So at this point then, they're just all a bit deflated. Yeah. And the girls are really embarrassed. Right. It's like, oh, I'm going to have to call everyone. I don't, I can't be bothered. <laughs> right. Molly's like, I've been telling everyone we're number one. Meanwhile, Una's straight in the phone. In the you back. can hear it. Like, like, we're number, number th- three. We're number three. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's not as good as Triller. But do you know what? 
they're going up north to apologize and they've there's only three of them what they're gonna do well these fucking entrepreneurial goddamn women that i love they decide that they're gonna do as a three-piece an acoustic set so una's gonna play the guitar and molly and rochelle and they basically lock themselves in a dressing room with like 10 minutes to spare and work on an acoustic set of like two or three songs yeah and they're literally, this is what I mean, this is so, this is the only time I've felt any kind of tension or excitement. They're genuinely flying by the seat of their pants and like coming up with new arrangements. Yeah. And it was really, I was so excited. I also like, it, it felt like they didn't even tell anyone or ask or ask Peter's permission or check in with anyone. Yeah. Like, We're just doing this thing. Okay, girls. Yeah. They don't even change into costumes. No, they're just wearing the outfits they're wearing at the people. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> I, I was like, this is the most kind of spontaneous, like, I don't want to use the term rock and roll, but it kind of was for them, right? But Molly does say, it feels like we're doing a school play. <laughs> she, <laughs> like, she, was, she was right. It has that exact same energy. It's like yeah. that feeling where you think you're suddenly in the school play, but then you realize you're having a nightmare. They were kind of doing that. Yeah, because all the other artists at these gigs that are going to, like, doing their full-on performances, and then they just come out in their people carrier clothes, <laughs> being like, oh, we are like you're on fire. <laughs> Acoustic ego, I have to say. Sounded pretty good. <laughs> have to say, it did sound a little, a little thin. Yeah, well, in the first venue, it sounded thin. So the first venue is in where are they? I don't know, but Blackpool, oh, Blackpool, Blackpool, Blackpool. Um, and then I, I like that uh, they. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, at this point they get called on stage. Molly's not even got her mic on yet. So Rochelle and Una trot out, and Molly's still getting mic'd up on her like denim outfit from the People Carrier. <laughs> Um, I, I said they did an acoustic version of Ego, then I wrote the note, I'm really proud of them. <laughs> I was genuinely very proud yeah, of I them. Yeah, I wrote, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> so then they go to Liverpool, and this crowd is 10,000 people. It's a bloody arena. Fucking hell. Did you catch what song was playing to transition us to, to Liverpool? No. Let's push the button by the Push the button. PTB. Yeah, a song which I think probably would sound kind of good acoustic, right? I can imagine acoustic push the button well, would sound really clucking. good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Una should have tried that one too. So yeah, they go on and stage. I got, I got very nervous and I, I said, OMG, this rinky dink performance at an arena. And then I put, ha ha, good on the gals. Yeah. And I was really, I was really behind them at this point. <laughs> I like Molly's face before going on stage. just a bit like, it's like, fucking hell. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, like a school talent show. <laughs> Did you hear what Una said about the acoustics when she came off? What was it? They were like talking. They were like, yeah, yeah, that was actually pretty good. And you just hear Una go, that actually sounded really beefy. <laughs> That's really beefy. <laughs> <laughs> what an episode fucking hell what an episode what so what's your most satisfying moment i think i've revealed mine already it's rochelle just saying that she's not gonna go the saw right she's gonna hold the bags and the the coats <laughs> mine was 1000 percent frankie falling asleep with her hand in a bag of cheese and onion crisps <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> couldn't be more perfect and did you see where we're going for this this season finale oh my god so next episode i see a ba flight to la <laughs> and that's because they're going to be shooting the higher video okay uh, hell i'm pretty sure that i know exactly where they filmed it as well it's 100% on like the Paramount lot, CBS right? Radford. Oh, it's CBS Radford, is it? I was oh. thinking CBS. Oh, I thought it was the Paramount, like New York Street that they're filming it oh, on. It could be. It's definitely not the universal New York Street. Of course not. No, no, no. There's, no, there's a slightly <laughs> shit one at CBS Radford. <laughs> well, I can't wait. I can't wait to bloody find oh, out. Oh my God. Talk about God. all our worlds colliding for I this know. podcast. Finally. Our they, gals They also do some roller skating in Venice Beach, but you know, let's not worry about that. Of course. <laughs> Right, thank you so much right. for right. <laughs> right, skates off, girls. Get to CBS Radford to the New York set. 
Okay, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We only have one more episode of the Saturdays 24-7. Yes. Super fun. We've lo- loving doing these. Yeah, couldn't be easier. Really, couldn't be easier. <laughs> it really comes naturally. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying our regular episodes of Your Welcome America that are out and about. And I think that's pretty about. much out, out and Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, none of those three-star bullshit as well. Just yeah. five or one, okay, people? Five or Have one. Have some backbone, you cowards. <laughs> all right, love you all. You're welcome. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.